0: Travel enthusiasts, welcome to the UC Places Travel Podcast. UC Places is your personal tour guide app, available on both Android and iPhone. I'm Mary,
1: and I'm Shelly, and that was the most upbeat intro. <laughs> I think I've you ever think? Heard. You're pretty happy this morning. Uh, we, yeah. we must be having, you know, a special guest and going to be going over some cool stuff. But anyway, yeah, carry and I on. Guess
0: I had a cup of coffee, and that always helps. Psh, done. Well, since we're talking about our special guest, Shelley, do you want to introduce her
1: this morning? I do. This is my good friend, Rachel Tracy of Historic America. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo. Welcome. Good morning. Welcome, Rachel. I don't want to talk about how many minutes it took for us to actually figure out how to get this recording going, but whatever.
2: (laughs) We don't have time.
1: No, (laughs) (laughs) don't talk about how long it took. (laughs) But it'll be so worth it. Oh, for sure. So, Rachel is from Historic America. I think I said that already. Say it again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: So, Rachel. It's called it's, marketing. <laughs> marketing,
1: <laughs> Rachel of historicamerica.org. Is that, did I get it out there? <laughs> okay, that was sweet. it perfectly. Yes. Thank you. Um, she has a tour up on the UC Places website called Art Deco Miami. Woohoo! But before we get into it, we want to get to know Rachel well, a little bit. Well,
0: and not just the website, but if you are in the Miami area... Download UC Places app on your smartphone, and you can
1: take that tour. You can. On the app. That's right. It's available now. Uh All right. By the way, this is not Rachel's only tour, but this is the one we want to focus on. Maybe because we're heading into winter here in Northern Virginia, and we want to think about warmth and fun and drinking Uh, Yeah. Drinking. Yeah. and Always. Um, But only if you're of age. Okay. Let's get to know Rachel. Rachel, where are you from and why did you pick tourism as your industry? Yes. So I
2: currently live in Washington, D.C. I'm from a little bit of everywhere. (laughs) Uh, I'm an Army brat, so I grew up uh, all over the place, but I've been in D.C. now since 2013. And That is how long I've been guiding. Before that, I was living in Nebraska with uh, my two dogs, hanging out, living life. And I was at work and Googled paid to travel. That's a good Google search. Yep. And uh, a school in San Francisco came up, ITMI, International Tour Management Institute. Mm -hmm. So I packed up my stuff and went to California and became a tour guide. Shout out class of two eighty seven.
1: <laughs> wow, cool! This is one of those stories of like, ah, I think I'm gonna Google what you know, just some random stuff. Something pops <laughs> and up and then in your I'll life. change my life. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> I'll uproot my entire life and move to the West Coast. Wow, I love that. <laughs> yeah, did it ever feel risky to you risky. to do that? Rachel seems like um, she probably has a mind of her own. Risk taker. I Risk like taker. It.
2: Actually, yeah, it was it was life-changing. It was really the best and most interesting decision I think I've ever made. And yeah, I've made a few interesting ones.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> right.
2: After I became certified, I came out to D.C. My mom was living here at the time, so I stopped in Nebraska, picked up my dogs, and what of my stuff would fit into my Ford Focus and made my way out to D.C. Those are not big cars. Yeah, no, I didn't bring much. And I had two pits, so, like, they took up most of the car. Uh, So it was (laughs) me and my dogs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and then I got licensed in D.C. and in New York pretty quickly. School was in October. I was here by November. And in January, ITMI had a job conference. They have an annual symposium every year. And I started working with a company called Kentiki, and I was on the road uh, by March. So, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Now, I have to ask because I've heard about um, tour guide certifications. Yeah. (laughs) What does that involve?
2: So it's not something that there's like a, a, a set standard for nationally, internationally. Like there's a few places that will endorse you with certifications, but it's not something that's universal. Some okay. cities, uh, I can speak best to United States because that's where I'm licensed and where I've guided. Some cities require you to be licensed. And what it means to be licensed uh, varies from city to city. In New York, you have to take a long multiple choice test and pay the city a little money. Mm-hmm. In D.C., they did away with the test, so it's just a licensure fee.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then there are also guilds of professional guides in cities. So some cities aren't licensed, but they still have a guild.
1: Oh. And
2: then guilds will have certain standards and certain policies for membership and things like that. And it really varies from city to city. you know. And there's also a difference between being a tour guide and being a tour manager. Mm. So there's people that give walking tours and things like that. And then there's also the management component— where you've got a larger group, like a bus full of travelers, and you're coordinating dinners and transportation and doing the history tours. So there's there's all different levels to it. That's cool. And I think I've, I've
1: done a little bit of all of it in the last few years. I never knew. I never knew this. Yeah, this is actually super interesting.
0: Yeah. To me. It's a whole career, isn't it? It is a whole career. (laughs) It
1: sure is. Paid to travel. Google it. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) I'm Googling it right now. Paid to travel. Does it also say free babysitting? (laughs) Because I would have to leave all my children.
2: So that gets into how I became part of Historic America. Oh, tell us. I was on the road with Kentucky. It's mostly Australians that are the travelers. I mean, it's pretty international, but it's a lot of Australians. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for 18 to 35-year-olds. Okay. Uh, and you go city to city. It's over the road. So you're with the same group of people for anywhere from, you know, two weeks to a whole month. Cool. And I did that until I was pregnant with my daughter. And then I started just guiding in D.C. and got into doing student tours. And it was through someone, a guide that I met through student tours, knew Aaron and introduced us. And the rest is historic America history.
1: Yeah. It's history. <laughs> now, now, when you say Aaron, you're speaking of Aaron Killian, who's yes. been on, uh, on here a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Fun mm-hmm. guy. Fun guy. It's fun to embarrass him, by the way, uh, when we're <laughs> interviewing him. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's funny. So let's talk about your Art Deco
2: Miami tour. This tour specifically I mean it takes place on a strip of
0: South Beach that if you've been to Miami you've been there. If you've seen the movie The Birdcage then perhaps you've seen a little bit of South Beach.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Even if you haven't been there and that's something that although this is it's an Art Deco themed tour like that is what holds the stories together mm. uh, but there's so many other things that that we want to cover and talk about yeah. from movies to songs to stories that you've already heard. So it's it's definitely iconic things that you'll remember, even if you've never been there.
1: Very cool. So as I'm just kind of scrolling through your tour online, there's a lot of hotels. Um, These are all cool-looking buildings, even the post office. It's sweet, right? I know. Makes me (laughs) want to go mail things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? So right there, right there in the Art Deco Historic District, it's the highest concentration of Art Deco buildings that you can find Some of the steps are so close to each other that at one audio step, I'm actually telling you about two places because there's really that much to show and and cover and they're that close to each other. There are a lot of hotels. Uh, It starts out at the preservation center. Mm -hmm. So we're able to talk about why there's so much art deco there in the first place. And so that's an interesting story to set it off. And we kind of let you know what Art Deco features to look out for, the eyebrows, the rule of three, the terrazzo floors. And then at each stop, I'll tell you about the hotel. But the great part about the UC Places app is that I can tell you the story and you can go inside and see the terrazzo flooring, you know, check out the bar I just talked about and at your own pace, go ahead and head to the next stop. So... Great. Yeah.
1: And you don't have to bring like a group of 40 people into some hotel foyer with COVID. Right.
2: It is a safe (laughs) option. That's right. Just you and your quarantine crew.
1: (laughs) Yes, your quarantine (laughs) crew. I love it. So some people who are listening might not necessarily know what Art Deco is. Do you have a quick explanation? Or a long one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You pick. (laughs) Art Deco is a style that
2: I would say almost everyone is familiar with, like the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. So that really geometric type of feel. Um, And it experienced a true wave. um, And that wave really crashed in Miami. And that's what you have the opportunity to, to check out on the
0: tour. What time frame are we talking about with most Art
1: Deco buildings?
2: Uh, yeah, so, like, the 1920s, 30s, so super glam.
1: Gotcha. Ah, mm-hmm. super glam. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss the super glam.
2: I know. But that's what's so cool about the preservation that happened in Miami, is you look at all these beautifully painted buildings and these really just classic features of Art Deco. Even today, it can make you feel like you're kind of going back in time, so... Really neat. I love that. Yeah, and then um another cool place. One of my other favorite stops on the tour is another one people are pretty familiar with. Well, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know the three most photographed homes in the United States?
1: uh Well, one of them is ours. Oh, funny. The other one is yours. How about no. the White House? Maybe. <laughs> maybe.
2: The White House is one. The White House. Oh, All okay. right, got one right. All right. So
1: tell us the <laughs> other two. Do you
2: want hints, or do you just want me to tell you? We can do hints. Give me a hint. I love games. Okay. Cool. It is the home of a musician. Graceland. Yes. Okay, two for two for three. All Wait, right. I need to get one right. And the third one, the third most photographed home is on the Art Deco tour.
1: Oh, okay, oh gosh, well, I don't I'm, know whose home gonna, that is.
2: I'm going to take like 12 guesses
1: if I scroll <laughs> through the website.
2: <laughs> I'm going to give you one more hint. If you can look at the images, maybe you can figure it out. It is not Art Deco.
1: Oh, oh crap. okay hold on let that's me that's not let me helpful look. to me no no no. no. I'm going to get this I'm going to get this um, I think it's like one of two buildings on there that isn't so uh, okay I think it's one of the hotels hang on hang on it's a home shelly oh okay I was going to randomly guess um senior frogs that's a restaurant shoot do you want a hint
2: yeah just, yes There was a murder on the front side.
1: Murder.
0: Oh,
2: Versace. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I should have said that sooner. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Lead with
1: murder. I know I've done enough ghosts and creepy tours to know, you know, just lead lead with murder every time. It's the Versace (laughs) mansion on 1116 Ocean Drive. Tell us about this. Iconic. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So this is one of my favorite stops on this tour, actually. And I love it because there are so many amazing stories at this spot. You know, it's not Art Deco, but you can't pass without stopping.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
2: always a crowd gathered outside of there. And this is actually, this is where it's important to have a tour guide or take an audio tour because you would probably pass by there and see the people gathered, take a picture yourself, figure out that it's the Versace mansion and this is where he was killed. But you wouldn't know the other kind of hidden history. So- Mm. He was actually killed by a serial killer on the FBI's Most Wanted list. Wow. And it set off this huge manhunt, and it was um, very, very publicized. So most people know it because of um, either when it happened in, like, 97, mm-hmm. or now there's, like, movies, the miniseries. It's a story that's been told again and again, right, that a lot of people are familiar with. Right. But the other history is super fascinating, too, going all the way back to its construction. Hmm. There was a really bad hurricane, the Great Hurricane in 1926, that Mm -hmm. actually set off the Great Depression a lot earlier for Southern Florida because it was so devastating. And it plays a really big part in the larger history of Miami. But anyway, after the hurricane, there was one tree left on this oceanfront property. Alden Freeman, uh, his dad was in Standard Oil Trust, so he was basically a millionaire's kid. Mm. And he got this land and he was building his mansion there. And there was one tree left that had survived that hurricane. And he trapped it down in 1930 to build uh, the first house there.
1: (laughs) That's so rude.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So like crazy story there. And then also, again, he was just a uh, super, super wealthy person, like independently wealthy through his father. So he was able to just travel the world and kind of experience things. And he visited what's said to be the oldest residence in the Western Hemisphere. So it's in Dominican Republic. And it was a home that was built by Christopher Columbus's son.
1: Whoa. Wow. And
2: so, yeah. so, So Alden Freeman brought back two bricks from that house in DR and Built, one of them is still in uh, the entrance, right near the entrance uh, to what's now a hotel in the Versace mansion.
1: Interesting, wow. yeah. The other bricks in California. Did he steal the bricks? That's what I want to know. Is there was there <laughs> theft? <laughs> involved.
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that happened.
0: Maybe it's like when they tear a stadium down and you can buy seats from
1: the stadium. My parents actually have a, a piece of the Berlin Wall. There you go. Me
2: too. I'm actually looking at one right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they connect. I, I gotta go get that
1: piece from my parents. Connect those. Build our own little wall, I Funny. guess.
2: I spent a lot of time in Germany when I was a kid. Right. And we were there shortly after the wall came down. And, like, I had pieces of the wall that, like, I scooped up. And our old Toyota Camry that we drove then, like, when we sold it, it was covered in crumbs of the Berlin Wall in the back seat. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: I love it. Now, that's some history right there. I know. All right. Back to Miami. I'm still disturbed about the tree getting cut down.
2: It's like it was cursed or something. It was in the way. It was well,
1: in the way, yeah, Shelly. I would have, <laughs> as a lover of trees myself I would
0: have built a beautiful you could build decks around a tree well, for if, instance. even if it was in the middle of the house oh, I would have built like
1: atrium type atrium of thing. I was gonna say yeah. aquarium but I knew that wasn't right <laughs> I would have built an <laughs> atrium around it oh well oh to go I, back in time anyway the tree is
2: gone the house is there it's my favorite stop on the tour <laughs>
1: <laughs> very cool and it's funny that it's your favorite stop but it's actually not art deco I know and for those of you who do not live near here, you can get on ucplaces.com and find this tour. And there are some beautiful pictures. So you can even just take a look at it online. But if you are near Miami Beach, you're going to want to take this tour. It's just fabulous. So much information.
0: Yes, we would love if you would. It's great. So that tour sounds amazing, Rachel. I uh, can't wait to get down there and take it. What else do you have going on with Historic America and UC Places in uh, the Miami area?
2: We've got a couple things going on. So we do have another UC Places audio tour uh, that we'll be dropping very soon. And that one's actually Fort Lauderdale. It's the Fort Lauderdale Riverwalk. And so this tour and that tour are co-written by one of our favorite guides, a professional history nerd, uh, Justin McCullough, who is from the Fort Lauderdale area. So that one will be coming out soon of the Riverwalk. And then we actually, we have another guide that we're working with down there. And we hope that probably in spring, this Art Deco tour will also be available in person. Absolutely. So very similar to this tour, kind of a similar route.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: So that's what we've got going on in Florida right now.
1: Love that. That's awesome. I love uh, specifically the Historic America tours, whether they're with UC Places app or in-person tours that you also do. You always tell a story. For me, the history is great, but I love the stories within the history. Does that make sense? Well, you know, the word
0: history does encompass the word story, as it turns out. It's not always told that
2: way, though, so I get it. Thank you. Yeah, so (laughs) storytelling is definitely a focus of ours. Something that's really important to the way we deliver our tours.
1: I also want to point out with the Historic America live tours, you do a lot of sensory things. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Sensory experiences like candles and whatnot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so basically the idea behind it is that on, on every tour, we're incorporating all five of your senses. You have an experience of place while we're on these tours and telling these phenomenal stories. And so, yeah, I guess Aaron told you about the stinky candle on the National Mall, right? Um, mm-hmm. Talking about the canal system. One thing that's cool, it's it's simple, but we've got faux cherry blossoms. Oh. So that when we're touring the tidal basin, you know, peak bloom is only two weeks long if you're lucky.
1: Yeah, depending on the weather. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. So even if you come see us in January for inauguration, you can Purchase an in-real-life tour and
1: see the cherry blossoms. (laughs) Uh Now, do you go all over the Tidal Basin and glue cherry blossoms (laughs) like thousands to the trees? (laughs) Yeah. To each tree before each tour. Yeah, yeah, it's really magical. That is dedication. (laughs) Historic America is just (laughs) amazing. They're pulling out all the stops. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So the great way I think that uh, Historic America and UC places kind of hold hands together is that you can you can take the historic america tours in person with one of their amazing tour guides and get this entire experience. On the other hand, if you don't have time to schedule a tour or you know you've got a lunch break and you're like I want to check this out or you just would kind of rather be by yourself or with two friends, whatever the case is, we have many of their awesome tours now on the UC Places app so you can get the same Stories. Yeah, because the same
0: tour guides are narrating those tour experiences on the UC Places app. Yes, yes.
1: It's kind of a wonderful friendship. It is. Yeah, we're enjoying it. We are too. Yeah. Aww. That's fantastic. Oh, I feel like hugging. I feel like everyone I know, should hug. Let's have a
0: virtual hug. We call them air hugs in our house now. <laughs> air hug. Air hugs. Well, this may be a good time to wrap it up. Okay. Anything else you wanted to add, Rachel? Uh, another thing that's really important
2: to us right now is we are trying to hit the thousand subscriber mark on YouTube. So if you could please visit YouTube. Historic America, and hit the subscribe button, turn those notifications on. We would really appreciate it. And we've got some amazing content that I know you will enjoy. Um, We have a series going right now called Dead, White, and Blue, where Erin is exploring final resting places, historic cemeteries, and meeting the characters that lived there. Very cool. Wow, that's fantastic.
1: Is he wearing his
2: signature bow tie? Of course.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've got to get on there and check out those videos. So very cool. I love that Historic America is such a dynamic company. They're always doing something cutting edge. They're just so fun to work with. So that was my high five to you, Rachel. Yeah. And and I like
0: that they're branching out into uh, other areas in the country. So yeah. Looking forward to seeing where you go next. Yeah. Take us along with you. Yes. We sure will. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, our guest has been Rachel Tracy of Historic America. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us.
1: Thank you. Yes. Check out all of Rachel's tours and all of the tours from Historic America at historicamerica.org. That's right. Mm-hmm. And on the UC Places app. Also, yeah. I guess I should plug this podcast that we're actually speaking on, UC Places. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's available for download on Android and iPhone. And if you're interested in creating a tour on the UC Places app, please send an email to info at com. Guess where that email comes to? It might go to
1: Shelly. Me, baby. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for now. This is Mary and Shelly saying so long and happy touring.